Hey guys, welcome to Life in Perspective. It's season four and we're talking everyday life through the lens of our faith. I am honored with this week's guest. She's a mother, a musician, a minister, an author. I mean, those are just a little on the list. We have, I call her, Mama Jackie Goucher. Hey, so good to be here with you. I am so happy that you are here. Y'all, she has one of the sweetest spirits. Just, I love her. I like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, But thank you for being here with us. Of course, my pleasure. Yeah, I want to, I mean, I feel like the audience would best know you as. So her sons are D Smoke and Sir. They're a musical artist, which that obviously runs in the family. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you have two more sons. I have two more sons. I have, My firstborn is Davion Ferris. He's also in the music industry. Yes. He's just kind of started a little after his younger brothers, okay. but he just signed to Hillman grad Def Jam. Okay. And so, yeah, there's three okay. of them that Listen, are musical. that are in the music yeah. industry. Come on, mama. Yeah. Come on. You, be- you better smile. Look, I see the smile. <laughs> oh, always. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. And you have a book entitled Raising, Raising Kings. Kings. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love that. So tell us a little bit about your story. We're talking about faith. And when you think about your faith, how mm. has it sustained you throughout your life and raising men? Yeah. Yeah. My faith is at the foundation of everything that I've ever done. I I grew up in the church. Uh, my mother was a minister. And so I lived in church, but I didn't really develop my own relationship with the Lord until I was 15. Mm-hmm. But from that point on, it was just me and him through everything. So faith is the key to everything that I've been able to accomplish. And he's been so, God, when I tell you, girl, God has been so good to me. <laughs> he's been mm-hmm. so good to me. You know, he's blessed me to travel the world, to sing behind uh, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Shaka Khan. I've done this list so many times. It's, I, it's the way you just dropping this list off <laughs> cash. Well, like you're not dropping names of the greats. Right. You know, it, sound, it, it sounds to other people like dropping yeah. names. I mean, it's my story. It's my experience. Yeah. But there's a whole lot in between yeah. all of that that required faith mm. and deliverance and mercy and grace. And, and I would not have made it through. Uh, I haven't even started talking about the addiction yeah. and being being a single parent to those boys for seven years. So there's mm-hmm. a lot that took place in the midst. So when I say those names, you know, I say it grateful that I had the for opportunity. Sure. But I, I mean, it's not like name dropping because I'm going to tell you, and we'll come, come back on. to this. The biggest name you can drop. G- there you hmm? go. There you go. Hmm? Jesus. Hmm. He's at the, at the <laughs> root of everything. Mm-hmm. The root of my life. The root of who I am. You know what I mean? And yeah. so faith is, I'm trying to think of a better word than imperative because it's foundational. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's vital. It is everything. Without mm-hmm. faith, well, the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. But for me, without faith, I wouldn't live. Mm. You know what I mean? So I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that, though, because you mentioned addiction. You mentioned yeah. that journey yeah. and being a single mom. Tell, I can only imagine, mm-hmm. you know, what that is. But how do we navigate that journey and end up in this space rooted deeply in your faith? I was blessed to, after... After being uh, sober for a year, I was blessed to be called to the ministry of uh, lead, leading worship at a, at a church called Bible Enrichment Fellowship, where Bam Crawford is the pastor. So I've been there for 33 years. Mm-hmm. So that is what stabilized my life, being a minister of music. And, I, and when I first started as a worship leader, uh, you know, I got a call saying, we need somebody to come do praise and worship. 
And I said, okay, I'd love to. And when I hung up the phone, I was like, what is praise and worship? <laughs> I had never heard the yeah, term. That, and that makes sense. Yeah, because I, I come from the Baptist church. Yeah, and they don't, they didn't, they don't have praise and worship. No, no, no. They got choirs. Then, exactly. <laughs> a and B selection, right? Then uh, then I was raised, then I went to the Church of God in Christ, mm -hmm. where it was like testimonial, you know, I know God is a yes, that Yes, we're going to bump. Exactly. Some shout, some exactly. shout music. So that was my experience. So I had to learn. One Sunday at a time with my pastor, she's an amazing teacher, teaching, you know, everything, the biblical meaning of praise and worship. And so over the years, I learned what it meant to be a worshiper and to be a worship leader. And that, like I said, that's what stabilized my life. That also provided me with the means to take care of my sons because mm -hmm. my husband was incarcerated. And for seven years, I was a single parent. Wow. So it was, God bless me. And oh my God, there's so much to this story. I don't know how much time we have. Come on, but, take um, us on the journey. I started using when I was 21, and I had it, it was during the time that I was using that I was having my sons. So wow. I was in and out of addiction and pregnancy three years in a row. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, but God knew who I was. He knew my his plan for me, my purpose. Mm -hmm. And so no matter how bad it got, and, and let me tell you, it got bad. Mm -hmm. It got bad. If, if you know anybody who was addicted to crack cocaine, and just anything that they did or that they experienced, I did. So mm -hmm. I wasn't like dibbling and dabbling, and I yeah, was a, was. I was a crackhead. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But how how does one go from being raised in church, mama minister, yeah. to addicted to crack cocaine? You know, it wasn't real to me. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the whole God and religion. It wasn't. It wasn't real to me until later. But um, I I met my husband when I was 20 mm -hmm. and he's the one I, I had already been like drinking, you know, drinking uh, alcohol and smoking weed from the age of 13 because my parents were divorced. So it left me kind of out on my mm -hmm. own, doing my own thing. My mother wasn't, she wasn't aware because I, because I was a good girl and I bought home sure. grades, good grades. Mm -hmm. She thought I was a good girl. You mm -hmm. know, she, she didn't know I was out drinking and smoking. Cause we know, we know as church kids, yeah. we knew how to, how to hide. It. We knew how to play the game. Exactly. We knew how to play exactly. The game, for sure. So, um, but I met my when I met my husband, he had been sober for eight months from a cocaine addiction, and then he started using again. Mm -hmm. And then I started using with him after that. Mm -hmm. So that started that downhill journey yeah. to, of addiction. But you know what, though? Brenda, I'm so grateful now for all of those experiences. Yeah. And I wrote a song years ago, How Would I it's called How Would I Know? Mm -hmm. And the lyrics to the song are if it wasn't for the times that I was down, if it wasn't for the times that I was bound. For all the times that I wondered how I would ever make it through, all the times I couldn't see my way and I had to turn to you, how would I know you could deliver? Mm -hmm. How would I know you could set free? If it wasn't for the battles, how would I know the victory? Mm -hmm. How would I know you could be faithful to meet all of my needs? Lord, I appreciate the hard times. Otherwise, mm -hmm. how would I know? Yeah. So I wrote that song years ago. I'm grateful that for the addiction, for the single parenthood, for being on welfare for five years while I was trying to, you know, mm -hmm. take care of my boys. I'm grateful for all that because it, it developed me. It grew me up. And one of the messages that I like to share with people now is we have the habit as human beings to try to avoid pain. It's just a natural mm -hmm. thing. We want to avoid trials and avoid mm -hmm. struggles and avoid pain, but it's inevitable. Yeah. That's what that's a part of life. Pain, struggles, trials, all of that difficulties is a necessary part of life mm -hmm. that matures us and causes us to grow so you know don't try to avoid pain because it's it's coming you yeah. know don't try to avoid tests and trials don't feel like you know just like the bible says think it not strange mm -hmm. right concerning the fiery trials that are to try you those things develop us Absolutely. spiritually and emotionally and, and intellectually and everything mm -hmm. that's what makes us strong so yeah. 
Um, no, for sure. First of all, you are, I always be saying this, like, you are encouraging me. Yeah. But I, the reason I say that is because you you are like literal hope sitting here. Because mm-hmm. you don't look anything like what, what you've been, been through. through. And so I feel like you are a walking billboard for the redeeming power of Jesus and his grace and his mercy. And the fact that like you can sit and say, man, that was a tough part of my life, but I'm grateful for it because I heard you say it wasn't real to me. And then on the flip side, I heard you say, well, how would I know who he was unless I was in a moment? where I needed to experience, yeah. it became tangible. Your faith became Absolutely. tangible to you. Absolutely. I love that. Okay, mm-hmm. you, you you have a quote from your book, I'm going to try not to mess it up. <laughs> it says your life was a gift, and you passed that gift down to your son. Right, my gift, the gift, be, the gift of music became my life, mm-hmm. and I passed it on to my sons. Yeah. Absolutely. Music has been, music has been like my best friend for my whole life. Mm-hmm. Ever since 1975, when Michael Jackson released uh, The Love You Say, you probably don't remember that. Child was not born, uh, yeah, mama. Right. <laughs> I was but not born when yet. When the Jackson 5 first came out, you know, he came out with The Love You Save or ABC, I Want You Back, all those. So that's what that you've heard. I, the songs. Know yeah, you I know those songs. I know those. So I was introduced to, give, to, to music and understand that I had a musical gift when mm-hmm. I was singing along with Michael Jackson back in 1975. So music was always there to comfort me, to encourage me, to give me confidence because I was born and I was raised in the 60s and 70s when dark skin and kinky yeah. hair wasn't popular. Mm-hmm. So I suffered from low self-esteem, mm-hmm. except for the fact that I could sing. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I felt weak or down or whatever, I would just sing and, and it made me feel special. It gave me a sense of, of worth and value. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So music, like I said, has been my best friend. And then I Got to high school and I met this wonderful music teacher, Mr. Dunlap, who took me under his wings and taught me everything. He gave me piano lessons for free. And and then I just went on, like I said, some of the names that I mentioned, I went on to to, to experience some wonderful things in in my career. And but the fact that I was able to take that gift. See, what my mother didn't do for me was teach me music. Mm-hmm. I just got the gift from her. But because I wished she had. I said, I made a determination when I was a teenager that when I have kids, I'm going to teach them music. Mm-hmm. So when my boys were like three, four, and five, I stood them around the piano and started teaching them everything mm-hmm. that I learned from Mr. Dunlap. I taught them music theory, vocal technique, yeah. you know, taught them how to play the piano. Because yeah, they are artists. That, oh, is what, yes. that is what separates them from us. They, they, they know music right, for right, sure. Right. They, they know the language of music. Mm-hmm. And most, I mean, I shouldn't say most, because there's a lot of people today because of technology, because yeah. you can copy and paste. For sure. We, we can skip all of that. There you go. Right. So, mm-hmm. but my, yeah, my sons, they know music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, I, I get the greatest joy watching them develop the relationship with my friend mm-hmm. music, you know, that they're doing right now. Cause mm-hmm. I, they've, they've gone, they've so far surpassed me or anything mm-hmm. I've done. I sang background mm-hmm. for all those people that I mentioned, but they are on the stage front and center. They are the mm-hmm. artists and they're doing their thing. And it just gives me so much joy and I feel so fortunate and so blessed, you know, because when I was teaching them, I had no idea mm-hmm. what they would become, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's been a, an amazing journey. Yeah. yeah. No, I love what you said, because that is also faith. Absolutely. It's like we do things. We say yes to God yeah. in certain things. We have no idea 
where right. that would take us right. or what would become of it. But if we just be faithful to this moment, and you were, you were faithful to teaching them, yeah. making sure they knew, and now you get to live in the fruit of that. I do. You get to sit back and go, <laughs> yep. I do. Those my boys. Yeah. Those my boys. I even get to get on stage with them sometimes. I love and they, that. they love it. The audiences love it. I mean, the people, you know, like you you said, you call me Mama Jackie. That's yes. what people call me. I'm Mama <laughs> Jackie, and they just love, you know, seeing us together. No, I yeah. love that. Okay, so what... Um, you a singer, I'm going to ask you this. When you think about faith, what song comes to mind? I hate to sound... Well, whenever people ask me a question like that, the first song that always comes to mind is My Help. Mm-hmm. All of my help comes from the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, because that that is the song that the Lord gave me, literally. Of all the songs I've ever written, that's the one song that I dreamed. Mm-hmm. I dreamed that song, and, and, and then I woke up in the morning, went to the piano, wrote it down. And not only did it, was God speaking to me in that song. Mm-hmm. All, it's, it's Psalms 121. I would mm-hmm. lift up mine eyes to the hills, mm-hmm. once come my help. My help comes from the Lord. He was... He was giving me a message. He was telling me, this is this is the key to life. Everything yeah. you need. I'm the one. I'm the source. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the source of your help. So that is the first song that comes to mind. Of course, there is Fred Hammond and Commission and the the, the music that I was raised on. Mm-hmm. No Weapon Formed mm-hmm. Against You Shall Prosper. That's another one. It is. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reach back. I like yeah. that. Those, those are good. Good songs. Good songs. Those are good songs. Yeah. No, I love that. Okay. So, man, you're author. Are you still like singing? I'm leading? still the minister of music at, at the same church 33 years later. I'm I still, love that. yes, I am still there. Uh, a career as an artist, not so much. Mm-hmm. You know, not that I won't sing because I'll sing. I sing every day. I sit down at my piano and I worship mm-hmm. and I sing and I play. <laughs> and so, but music is, you know, still my best friend. I just don't want to do it for a living. For sure. You know, because I mean, honestly, my 60 year old voice is not what my 35 year old voice was. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't worry about it. I don't, you know, I don't uh, regret or not, you know, I don't, it doesn't bother me that much. It did at first Mm -hmm. because I felt as as I reached, you know, a certain age and stage, I felt the change taking place. And I felt like that my life as a, as a singer was going to be over. And so it was difficult at first, Mm -hmm. but I'm watching God continue to do what he's always done, Mm -hmm. which is direct my life and my purpose. And so when he allowed me to, to recognize that I had as much of a passion for writing and speaking as I do for singing. Mm-hmm. You know, God let me know my voice still matters just because it doesn't sound like it did when I was 30. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have a voice and I, I get more joy out of speaking to people, mm-hmm. ministering to people, talking to people, loving people, helping, inspiring, teaching, mentoring. I get more joy out of that than I do entertaining. Mm-hmm. You know, even though gospel music is not necessarily entertainment, there's a uh, you know, mm. it's an element too. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I love that reaction. But so I don't, I don't, I mean, on church, Sunday morning worship, I love it. Yeah. I love it. I can, I will do that until as long as my hands can work on the keys and I can get a note out. I'll mm-hmm. keep, I'll be a worshiper, yeah. if not a worship leader. I love that. But, um, yeah, there's so much more to me than music now. Yeah. You know, for and sure. it's been 40 years. I've been doing it yeah. for 40 years. Five years mm-hmm. singing and and doing you know doing professional music. So yeah. I think no. it's time to you said transition. That's enough for sure. Yeah, yeah no, and it, it, you you absolutely are more than music. It's oh, just yeah. on you. Yeah, you yeah. can't help it. You you yeah. came out the gate preaching. She mm-hmm. just she can't help it. It's just on <laughs> on the inside of her. For someone who has, I mean, I could think about people in my own family who struggle with mm-hmm. addiction. Mm-hmm. What what 
do you feel like you needed the most in that season to overcome addiction? Yeah. And even like not just from like like from your community, like not just from within, but also mm-hmm. from with your community. Yeah. I the first thing that I that I like to tell people when I'm helping or you know, someone is trying to overcome addiction, I tell them you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. The person has to want it because nobody can talk you into being sober. Nobody can browbeat you or make you feel good. Nope, nothing anybody else does is going to make a person sober. It has to come from the inside. Yeah. They have to, have, first of all, have a desire. Then they have to be honest with themselves. Because during my addiction, I lied to myself so many times. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm only going to spend $50. And then I'm mm-hmm. going to do I didn't stop until the, the money was gone, you know. And so honesty. So, uh, you know, I was honest with myself. Uh, regarding the fact that I couldn't handle money. So whenever I got money, I gave it to my mother. Mm -hmm. And she was there with me. My mother is like my angel, really. Mm -hmm. She was there with me for an entire year, handling my money, taking me shopping, just helping me. Because I was honest, you know. That's number one. Be honest with the people around you that are there to support you and with yourself. The second thing is understand that you cannot do it alone. Mm -hmm. You cannot. uh, It's a very powerful spirit, Mm-hmm. You know, it's a farm pharm- is the addiction and drugs and alcohol. That stuff is has more power than we as individuals wow. have. So we have to have the power of God mm-hmm. to help us. And yeah, honesty, I, I, I hesitate because I don't I don't want to sound like I'm preaching to someone saying you got to go to church and be a Christian and you got to do this, that and the other in order. No, God is is available and present for anyone. For sure. Anyone who wants to be delivered and who wants to be free. Mm-hmm. He's there. I want I want to take the image and the picture of God that we have as somebody out there sitting on the throne with Jesus beside him over there somewhere else mm-hmm. and instead bring him to the personal present mm-hmm. God that he is with all of us. And and you know, once you understand that and you can allow him to do the work through you. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I was able to to be sober. But I don't want people to think that you got to go to church, you got to join the church, you got to do this, and then you get delivered. No. God mm-hmm. is there to mm-hmm. help anyone who calls mm-hmm. out to him. Mm-hmm. No, I love that. Yeah. And I love the steps that you gave because this is not like, addic- like addiction to substance abuse. That's anything that is beneath us that God is calling us out of. Mm-hmm. Those are the same steps. Yes. Those yes. be honest. Yeah. This is not good for me. Right. And also what is the thing that keeps taking me back to this thing? That's right. cycles. That's right, 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 I love right, that's right, why right, I wanted right. you to share the cause somebody will be look, listening to this like, well, actually I could use those same steps in this toxic relationship that I keep going back to Ooh. and back to Ooh. and back to and I can't get <laughs> out of it. Well, first let's be honest and right. let's ask how we keep ending up there. Because it's not just the person we ending up with. Exactly. It's also the decisions I'm making that keep exactly. putting me back in this cycle. And so, no, I agree with everything that you said. We weren't born to do life alone. Not at all. At all. Not there, at all. I love the story of creation because it says God looked at everything and saw that it was good. And even in perfection, he said, mm, it's not good not that good. you would be alone. Right. right Imperfection. Right. Exactly. And so it's like, man, no. We yeah. na- and now we live in the fallen world. We definitely cannot Ooh, do it alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so yeah. I love that. I love that you shared that. And would you mind praying no. for those yeah. who are walking through any journey of yeah. holding on to things that are beneath them that it's time it's, yes. we gotta break the cycle. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Father, we just thank you. 
We thank you, Father, that your word says your eyes are upon us and your ears are always open to our prayers. So right now we just call upon you. We thank you that you know every person that is watching this broadcast, everyone that will be touched by these words. You know everything that they're going through, Father. You know exactly what it is that they need. And I thank you, Father. I pray that you would just touch their hearts and their minds, give them the understanding that you are there. You are there and you are a very present help. God, strengthen them, cause them to draw nigh. You said you, with loving kindness, you would draw them. So allow them to feel your love, Father, and to mm -hmm. understand that you love them and that you're there for them and that you have a purpose for their lives, Father. I just thank you right now that you are moving in the hearts and the minds of those that are listening to this, these words, God, and that you bring about a change in their lives, the change that they desire to become the person that you created them to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay. I don't know about y'all, but I enjoyed Mama Jackie. Mama Jackie, tell them all the things, okay. where they can find you. Yes. Show us the books this so we can tap in. is Raising Kings. It is the story of how I was able to overcome the addiction mm -hmm. and the, the story of my musical career and my marriage to the same man three times. That's a whole other story. That's why when you said that, I was laughing. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mama Jackie. You left that know, part out. I know. Yeah. Three times? Through the same man three times. Until I finally understood this ain't it. It's not for me. Yeah. And just because God, that's a whole nother topic. People think, I mean, we have a free will. We you know? do. We, our will is free. We choose our mates. God doesn't choose our mates for us. And I used to believe that. That's mm. why I kept going back. Because you felt like this is the I man felt, God gave exactly. me. That's why I kept going back because I wanted to do the right thing. And then it would fall apart and, you know, I would be miserable. And, 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 I, and, I, and I always have to put this pen in here when I'm talking about him. He's a wonderful man. Mm -hmm. he, we are still very good friends. Mm -hmm. He's an he's amazing father to our sons. It just wasn't. It's not for you. It wasn't. You know, mm -hmm. anyway, so, <laughs> but that's in here. <laughs> the details are in here. Uh, Raising Kings. It, and, you know, she mentioned my boys, D. Smoke, Inglewood Sir, and Davion Ferris. Mm -hmm. And so here's the story. I also have another book Come that on. I recently wrote. You better write. Called, yeah, I told you I got a passion for it, called Harmony. Mm -hmm. And the subtitle is Cultivating Inner Peace. Mm -hmm. So this one, this is my very first time announcing publicly that this book is available. Come on. I haven't even got, gotten to tell people Come about on, it. Come on, Life Perspective exclusive. Yes. We like yes. exclusive. Harmony, <laughs> Cultivating Inner Peace by Jackie Goucher. Mm -hmm. It is on Amazon. It's on my website as well, mm -hmm. JackieGoucher.com, J-A-C-K-I-E-G-O-U-C-H-E.com. Mm -hmm. You can go to my website. I'm also on uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Jackie Goucher or Jackie Goucher Music. Yes. So reach out, you know, I, love that. I would love to come. What inspired the Harmony book? The, what inspired this one is, okay, so in this book, uh, Raising Kings, you can glean the principles that I use to live mm -hmm. by. If, you, if you're, you know, astute enough and attentive enough, to, you can catch the, the, the message behind what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But I decided to make it easier and take the message out, the mm -hmm. principles, the spiritual principles that, that I've learned over 50 years of going through hell and put them in one book. So I love that. this book is, um, it's about what I live by, the principle that I live by, what has caused me to be able to be successful and, mm -hmm. and to have inner peace. And, and where the title from came from harmony, it's harmony within yourself. Mm -hmm. Harmony, like when your thoughts, your emotions, your desires, and your actions and your words are all in sync. Mm -hmm. Because for many years, they weren't. Mm -hmm. I was in opposition to myself. I was doing things I didn't want to do because somebody was pressuring me in to wow. do it. I was doing things that somebody told me I needed to do, even though it wasn't resonating with me. I didn't even know who I was and what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so this harmony 
tells how I was able to recognize who Jackie Goucher is, what it is that she truly desires, and then go after it unapologetically, go after my purpose. And so Harmony contains the principles just, you know, lined out real clearly. You don't have to glean nothing. Mm -hmm. It's right there. I love that. I also love I was in opposition to myself. Yeah. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For year, for most of my life. Ooh. Yeah. I didn't know who I was. Y'all better go get these books. Cause I'm I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go get it and get these principles. Thank you so much, Mama Jackie. And thank y'all for tuning in. You already know, hit the subscribe button because you don't want to miss anything. We're back every single week. Go uh follow us on Instagram, go download it on all audio platforms. You already know this is life in perspective. We out. <laughs>